I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Ah, don't you love the the drama of the high seas? I think there are a lot of people high making this movie. Maybe, maybe, possibly. Maybe. This was uh, during Dark Castle's bender period where they were just like, we're going to get real crazy and just throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks. They had a couple hits there in the late 90s. And then, you know, not a whole lot that was great in the 2000s other than Orphan. Um, I mean, excuse uh, me, uh, House of Wax. Are you going to dare? Oh, yeah. Disrespect. Well, duh. House, of, House wax? of Wax. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Heaven. Oh. And like 13 Ghosts is pretty good, but that's like right at the beginning of the 2000s. So, yeah. Yeah. I always kind of just consider it, consider, consider that to be like a 90s movie. It still feels like the 90s, but I mean, that's like you know, the early part of every decade still kind of feels like <laughs> the last one. Of the- that is. Yeah, absolutely true. I think that's a lot of times when we refer to a decade in the past, it's we think of it either as the middle or the later part of the decade, because right. the beginning is usually still very much um, in that vibe. But yeah, I mean, technically, this movie, uh, this was 2002. So I'm just going to say it's a 90s movie. It's it. pretty. I mean, it's 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 got the '90s vibes. I mean, it's kind of like they were they did House on Haunted Hill, and then they were like, "What if we just set it on a boat and changed up a couple things and yeah. made it not as interesting and uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a twist that like you could see coming like 50 miles away?" Listen, not since <laughs> Will Benson from I still know what you did last <laughs> summer <laughs> has there been such an obvious name twist. It had been long enough that like I didn't remember going into this. Like, if there was, like, a killer reveal or something. But when it got there, I was like, oh, I kind of remember this. But even if I didn't, I would have guessed this in, like, five seconds. (laughs) Well, there's just something sort of sinister about Desmond Harrington. I've always thought so. Like, he's very attractive, but, like, I feel like he would cut you, you know? He's like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, he'd fuck you really well, but then he'd, like, snap your neck at the end. He'd be like, ah! Oh, shit. You know, and that's... and then He's got that vibe. Yeah. For sure. He's a neck snapper. He uh, he was in the hole around this time, right? Oh, I love the long hole. turn and the hole yeah. was so good. No one ever talks about the hole. Have I done that as an oh. overlooked gem before? I think you did. Okay, good. That's but a good movie. We should cover it at some point. It's it a is great a good movie. movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he was in Dexter for a while too. Oh um, right. Yeah, he's yeah, hearing about that. He's a he's a character. He is. There, there, there was a movie he did that was, I, I haven't seen it in years, but it was called Love Object, where he played like this nerdy dude who was like antisocial. He lived in an apartment next to like Udo Kier and and he he was obsessed with this girl and he made like a sex doll of her or something and it like, hmm. came to life. It was kind of like May-ish. Sort of reminded me of May. Okay, it was around the same time. Interesting. I think around it was good, time, yeah. but I don't remember okay. much about it. Huh. I should rewatch that. I think it was good, and I can't remember who the girl was, but it was someone who was kind of a big deal then. I don't think it was Alicia okay. Cuthbert, but it was like so- someone like her. Maybe I don't know. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, someone refresh huh. my memory. All right, let us let us know. 
Send a letter to our P.O. Box. Yes. Once again, it is at Nickelodeon Studios, Orlando, Florida. <laughs> mm. What's well, hot as fuck, folks? It's terrible. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. I don't I don't know how long this world has left. I really don't because it's so hot. Yeah. What's the point of living if it's just going to get hotter than this? It's so fucking hot. I did see Have you seen that story about that white paint white that paint. could like theoretically cool if they were to cover like the size of the Sahara Desert in this special white paint, it would literally stop the earth from warming. They say they can't really do that for a lot of logistical reasons, but there is this, they can put it on roofs and stuff. Apparently it's like the, um, the next big thing that's going to help with cooling. Really? Um, or you could just, you know, stop burning fossil fuels and stuff. Oh, yeah, this is a real thing. It was in the New York, New York yeah. times and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is interesting. Yeah. I have not heard of this. It's crazy. Magical. It white has paint. something to do with, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know science mumbo jumbo, but it has something to do with just light. The light can't reflect or something because it oh. is so fucking white. Um, interesting. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, why don't we just stick uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg up on some roofs? They're very, very white. Yeah, that would do it. Just beam all that light back to back to the sun. (laughs) Yeah. Like reflect this sucker. Maybe throw Bill Bill Gates in there. Why not? (laughs) Is he still alive? Is he still here? I I think so. He's okay. I don't know why I thought he died. (laughs) Did did he die? (laughs) Wait. he was really young like when he really kicked off in the 90s there in the 80s and 90s yeah so I he's so. he's only in like like 60 or something oh, now or okay something it's That's not, like a baby really, but yeah yeah basically who did who died oh stephen hawking died right oh yeah he's yes. dead yes. yes why did i confuse I them so. i don't know I'm sorry, guys. Who knows? I mean, they both have glasses. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. You know, maybe these teen movies and the Superman saga aren't far off. You stick some glasses on someone and, you know, <laughs> they all look the same. it's all fair game. Right. Like, Perfectly they? innocuous. Looks like anyone. Yeah, it could be anyone, you know? That's not Superman. Yeah. That's my buddy Clark. What the hell? <laughs> I guess that is a that is a thing. All right, I now just, can say I'm no longer ticked off by that plot point. Right? That's not Lainey Boggs. That's some cool <laughs> new hot chick. You know, Lainey Boggs. It's a good kiss name. Kiss me out on the moon in whatever the words are. Do, 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 do. That was a good song. That was a really good song. That was a good Y'all, song. let's let's some- admit that good song oh, there were some good bops there in the 90s when it yeah. was just like this kind of folk poppy era when mm-hmm. everything just had this kind of wistful everything was sort of carried over from that 60s folk vibe and it was it was, it was a good time for I a little, little bit there it was nice yeah it's not the yeah. O- opening bit of that song you know it's it's so romantic it's so lush it is it is like i want someone yeah. to kiss me oh I mean, don't we all on a, on a baseball field, you know, you oh. want to lift my leg up in the air and oh my God, yeah. this romantic oh. scene between a teacher and student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is pretty fucked. Like if you, if you stop and think about it, like I love that movie. It's a bit fucked up. If you, if you stop. It's like, well, I had this crush on my student, but now that I know she's in her twenties, everything's fine. It's cool. Like, yeah. Uh, and and her like almost 
thirty year old brother goes back to high school and is trying to like fuck sixteen year olds, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like okay, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, it's very charming. It is it's, a very it's, charming it's, you know, film it's, it's about very charming movie. We're, we're talking about never kissed, obviously. <laughs> thirty year olds infiltrating yeah. a high school. <laughs> Such a weird concept, man. Billy Bali. <laughs> ah, the island nation of Bali. Hi, hello. <laughs> oh my god, what a classic, classic film. Where's is, that 4K? Is. Where is it? 20th Century yeah. Fox. You know we are getting 4Ks of, oh. and I think we, you probably talked this into existence last Tell week. Tell it to right? me slow, we Kevin. It. Tell it to me slow. Well. We are getting, what are they calling it? The Quartet of something. But they're releasing the first four Hellraiser films, a.k.a. the ones that are actually worth watching for the most part, on 4K. Oh, 4K. And it looks looks glorious. It does. Um, Bloodline is even going to have the work print, which I've never seen. I haven't either. To check that out. I'm super excited. That's going to be so much fun to watch. And plus, they're doing... um, uh, Blood Black Lace 4K and the I'm gonna be so um, fucking broke this house. I know you. the others so is coming out. The others, there's gonna be a uh, yeah. uh, the Psycho. The first four, they're all gonna be released mm. on four 4K by Arrow as well. Nice, so just very exciting, nice. exciting time to be alive. Yeah, besides the heat and the fact exciting, that we're gonna die. But yeah, exciting, expensive, but exciting. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. We are. We still don't have fucking 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary. I can't talk. Can't talk. Oh, oh, yeah. Anniversary releases for uh, Urban Legend or no. The Faculty. But no. who knows? There's still time. Sons Maybe. Of bitches. I mean, y'all have, I don't know, a few months to get your act together. There's a, oh, Sleep, Sleepy Hollow is getting a 4K yes. release. Oh, I'm excited uh, about that. That's one uh, of my favorites. Scream 3 is going to be out. Yeah. Yes. So there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a 4K yeah. jamboree. Yeah, a cornucopia of 4 k uh, yeah. I still know what we did last summer. Hello. Oh, come on. I mean, a couple of these I might wait till they go down in price a little bit, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Matilda is coming out on 4 4K. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Not and, cheap, if yeah. I remember right. It was like it's like 30 30, some... $30. Like, what the hell? Yeah, but also uh, probably buy it. <laughs> everything is like $30. I'm upset about this. I remember know. when they used to be like 15 bucks or 20 bucks, and now it's like, yeah. this is 4K. It has to be four thousand dollars in your firstborn right right mm. even when they give us like no new special features no not a thing yeah it's like we ported over these uh production notes from the first uh first release on dvd from 1999 that should be exciting right <laughs> it's like no i can read those on like wikipedia so it's not exciting exactly i feel like something else is going on in the world i can't remember Oh, just What's, disease uh, and famine and poverty and uh, uh, yeah, the usual. All yeah, the that's, good that's things. a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we have some kind of bittersweet news too that our good friends at Gaylords of Darkness are saying goodbye after five oh, yeah. years of recording. Five very so we wish strong them years. All though. the best. Very fucking strong year, you know? Yes. We love them. Um, you know, I said it, I don't know if I've said it recently, but when we first started the podcast, you know, they were a big inspiration for us um initially even doing this in the first place so uh you know we owe them a lot and Indeed. you know we 
Um, we had Anthony on here way back in the day. Oh, yeah, with um, the Stepford Wives. Stepford Wives. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. yeah. Yeah, we wish them all the best. Absolutely. They're both wonderful, wonderful people. Indeed. Yeah, I, yeah. it's like sometimes yeah. I miss doing the guests, but then I'm like, oh, my God, that was a lot of scheduling and, you know, maneuvering. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And then you, then you had to edit multiple yeah, yeah, parts. It was, and, it was yeah. a lot. Well, that one time we did what the faculty with my friend Travis, and like we forgot to tell him to wear um, the oh, earphones, so you had to like right. go through like completely. I really don't even remember it. how that turned out. I have no idea. I, I guess yeah. it was listenable. Yeah. I, I guess people. I, I, I apparently, it, yeah, you made it work. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even remember. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was a that was wild. Yeah. That's the thing, folks. You know, it's uh, it's when you make a podcast, it's not just. You know, you record something and then you're good to go. You know, you, there's all the marketing and all the editing, which thankfully you do because it would take me forever. Um, but all the social media stuff and, you know, it's yeah. it's 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 time consuming thing. That's why yeah. I totally respect, um, you know, our friends at Gaylords of Darkness for, you know, um, taking a break or just, you know, not doing it, whatever. But um, there have definitely been times like when we've only been able to get like one episode out of a month. So, oh, you know, yeah. it happens. Well, we're talking about Ghost Ship today, right? Um, Ostensibly. I just watched a few episodes of the love boat i don't know what okay. you're talking about but i thought we were doing jason takes manhattan uh you just said uh movie with a yeah, boat and yeah i got confused uh, and then you just popped on whatever was there <laughs> yeah. this one's got a boat it'll do desmond harrington that does sound like a very 60s 70s name somebody who would pop up on the love boat at some point like very like mgm studio system kind of star mm-hmm Desmond yeah. Harrington in Giant yeah. with Rock Hudson. <laughs> God, that'd be hot. Fuck that. Ooh. Yeah, steamy. Watch it. Oh. God damn. <laughs> there is a do- a documentary about rock right now on um mm. I, I want to keep saying HBO Max, but I know it's just Max now, but it, I'm never gonna get u- yeah. used to that. And no, um, no. it's basically just saying like how he fucked literally everybody that came in in into his <laughs> life. I mean, if if we had been there at that time, we could probably have said we were fucked by Rock Hudson. You know, he fucked everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was uh, ridiculous. And there's crazy. like all, all these guys now. They're like in their 80s, 90s. Like, yeah, he had the biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> And when he whipped that out, I went, oh, no, it's not going near my ass. Uh, I'm like, wow, this is more documentaries like this with like 80 uh, year old gay men just being like, I fucked yeah. Roy Rogers. I don't <laughs> this is a delight. It wasn't even genre. gay back then. It was just two men celebrating each other's strength. <laughs> just helping each other out. <laughs> oh, man. Massive penis. <laughs> Oh, Lord, it's just it's 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 I don't know. I found it very amusing to hear all these stories. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure there's so many like, more the... too from old Hollywood. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean it's interesting to think back to those times because like like yes, there was a lot of you know bigotry and discrimination and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but like there's just, just this entire underground, you know this system thing here you know where oh, yeah. um people could go and pretty much do what they do in peace um uh for, for, for as far as i know uh what, yeah. what was what was the um the 30s i remember in that uh queer horror documentary oh that they were yeah. talking about what, the, what like they the, the something parties like the 
prissy parties or the I don't know something yeah like that. something like, like that yeah pillow party I don't know what they were called but they were yeah. really interesting I it's just really interesting and it was like pre HIV AIDS so mm-hmm. like you could pretty much just fuck and do whatever you want I mean yeah again there was still a ton of discrimination and everything else yeah. I don't want to like under sell that but it's it was uh, yeah just different times for sure yeah it was interesting yeah. to see how they actually went about living their real lives with all this stuff and right i mean they were talking about how these guys when uh when rock was in town they 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 would be like okay get in the car we're gonna take take you to like a bathhouse or like a sex shop and it would just be rock hudson sticking his dick through a hole and it's like (laughs) just imagine that like you're at a place place like that and a dick comes through and it's like rock hudson that was a lucky day for that person on the other side (laughs) (laughs) a time to be alive let me tell you yeah why not they say like james whale was completely out you know and doing his thing right nobody really said anything Mm -hmm. it's it's just it's 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 just interesting um um how do how do we get on that I have not, no Desmond fucking Harrington, idea. I guess, I, I guess, oh yes, Desmond Harrington. got from him to all roads to Rock Hudson. lead to Desmond Harrington. <laughs> okay, he's our right. new Kevin Bacon. Um, Six degrees of yeah, <laughs> Desmond Harrington. Desmond Harrington. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about his little his little movie called Ghost Ship Woo! from the year two thousand and two, the palindrome year. Oh Christ! Um, two thousand two. Yeah. Of course, and as we've said, you know, it's a great year. You know, it gave us yes. Swim Fan, Halloween mm. Resurrection, oh. Fear.com. Oh, my God. Criterion, when? When? Criterion. Oh. Queen of the Damned. Oh, I mean, come on. Aaliyah. <laughs> the hits just never stop. God. Oh, boy. I'm getting excited. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a great year. Great year to be alive. Yeah. Banner year. <laughs> okay. Am I just hallucinating this, or have we mostly covered only movies from 2002 in the past like few months? I feel like we we have we haven't left this year. Maybe. What did we just do recently? Jason was, X. Oh, Jason right? X. Yeah, that was also. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, we're just like staying it's in that year. I don't know why. I wouldn't turn down Fear.com someday. It's terrible. I rewatched it like. A I'd be years curious. Ago, but it's I been a long time it. since I've <laughs> yeah. seen it. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. are worse things to do than just look at Stephen door for 90 minutes so i i'm this i'm fine with that and it's got lots of um, rain i just remember it was always raining in the movie and i like that i was like this is kind of yes. cozy i like the rain it's like a it's got yeah all again i just watched this a couple years ago i can't, can't even remember the plot it's one of those movies much like this movie i'm sure i'm gonna forget the plot within a couple months because it, i didn't really know there is. was a plot to be honest with this movie but well it's like they they get to the boat they spend like 45 minutes looking on the boat. Some shit goes down. <laughs> They're, yeah, they they just then, sort of like wonder with their fla- flashlights like, oh, look, a clock, yeah. an empty bottle yeah. of booze. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like this huge exposition dump at the end and then a final confrontation and that's it. Like that's, that's much the movie. It, yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, it's, there's not a whole lot g- going on here. My pl- My plot recap will be about three minutes. So just be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much to talk about <laughs> there's i mean there's not uh well let's see what's going on behind the scenes here so ghost ship ghost ship first emerged in january 1996 as chimera a spec script by mark hanlon 
Uh, it was at that time a relatively bloodless psychological thriller rather than a vivid supernatural horror film. Much of the film's gore is absent from that screenplay. Uh, that film would have focused on four members of a salvage crew who end up stranded aboard the ghost vessel. They are scuttling over the course of one night. Each member uh, goes insane and plots to kill the other three. Hmm. Okay, so it's kind of a... That's kind of interesting, I guess. A little... I, yeah, I, I, you know, I was wondering when uh, the Gabriel Byrne character starts going a little bit nuts and stuff and, like, tries to kill yeah. Juliana Margulies. I was like, this seems like it's part of a different movie. And I like it. I like where yeah. it's going. Like, this is really interesting. But it doesn't really happen within anyone else really i'm like what was what what is this why why is he going crazy but no one else is really right in fact a lot of them seem very calm throughout this movie like they open up that big tank of corpses and they're like oh no Mm -hmm. for about four seconds and then there's no urgency they're like we found all these dead bodies we should probably do something, but we can just hang out for a bit. But but the gold and... Yeah. Oh, the gold. The yeah. gold. It makes them yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. And uh, oh, what was I going to say? The, the They're all, for some reason, experts on body decay. Like, they can tell that <laughs> this body, these bodies have been here for like two weeks. They've been here like, for two I, weeks. I wouldn't be able to tell. I'd be like, it looks like yeah, a corpse. Yeah, I mean, we should go. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like... They say like twice, like one person says it. They're like, oh, but the, that the, they've only been here for like a month. I'm like, how do you fucking know? Like, <laughs> you who know? <laughs> are you who fucking coroner? Did you grow up in a <laughs> six feet under over here? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and p- parts of the opening kind of feel like Titanic where they're like, we're going to go to this abandoned ship and pull it up. But unfortunately, they don't find the, the, the jewel, you know? I think this is the first time the heart of the ocean. this movie and Titanic have been mentioned in the same sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Kevin's here for the firsts. <laughs> yeah. I, I can well, see I, that, I though. Thinking, yeah. yeah. It just, yeah. I don't know why. I just Something popped in my head in this insane heat. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> I, I also in my head was thinking this opening scene was like the 30s and 40s rather than the 60s, which was not. I kind of thought so, too. Yeah, which in at the time this came out wouldn't have been that. It would have been like 30, 40 years, 40 yeah. years beforehand or something. I think so. Just yeah. like not as far as I thought, but um, interesting because um, it has a whole sort of old Hollywood vibe to it, especially with it the does. like cabaret singer and stuff. But I don't know. Yeah, And then there's like the, the title cards, which look very like old school and. Yeah. They yeah, use the old, uh, like, 1940s, 1950s Warner Brothers logo at the beginning. Uh-huh. So you're like, oh, this yeah. is going to be, you know, a period piece in the 40s or the 50s or something. And, but it's the 60s. Right. Like, the oh. 60s. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. I guess early 60s were still kind of in that old, you know, well, old Hollywood vibe, but and whatever. It's, it's also a <laughs> European crew. So all these people are European. So maybe you know, they've uh, got true. just, they're classier true. anyway. So they have a more classic style. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. So over the over time, this that script had a lot of rewrites and um, all the psychological aspects were jettisoned in favor of making the film more slasher adjacent. It has been suggested that the cast signed on because of the original draft, but they were sadly disappointed to find the script had been radically changed by our good buddy, Joel Silver Mm. and associates when they arrived to begin shooting. 
can they sue? I feel like they should be able to sue or get out of the film. Because if you sign on for one script, but you get to the to the set and they're like, here's the new draft, and it's completely different. I feel as if there should be some sort of clause where you can be like, I'm out. This is dumb. This right, isn't what exactly. I signed up this for. This is not what I signed on for. Exactly. Because like you hear yeah. stories all the time about, especially women who read a script, sign on, and they get to the set and the director's like, okay, so uh, you'll be taking your clothes off right here. And they're like, uh, excuse me, what? There's no nude scene in the script. And they're like, uh, well, there is today. Right. And like, right. that's just fucked up. You, you have to put these things in the script and let them know. Yeah. It upsets yeah. me. It's got to be in the contracts. And yeah. It's ridiculous. Because it happens um, all the time. You always hear stories about actors being all like, I love the script so much. I couldn't wait to sign on. And then about two weeks into the shoot, we started getting all these new pages. And I was like, what's happening? And then it just turned into a train wreck. And now I just disown <laughs> uh-huh. it. It's so, so weird. Uh, something in here about the September 11th attacks might have had an impact on some of the changes and stuff too they wanted to make a more definitive fight between good and evil blah 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 and that um, had to do with september 11th how yeah i know what <laughs> <laughs> again it, uh they wanted to shoot this on a real ship but there were too many limitations with needing to like punch through walls and shoot things and all these other things that would have been too crazy um so they built through movie magic a ship set. Uh, they used the studio that had just worked on Scooby-Doo. That's ah. fun. Um, yeah, uh, that allowed them to do a, a bunch with CGI and prosthetics and pyrotechnics, aerial. I will say that the set design is pretty good. I mean, that's the, pretty much the case with most of the oh, um, yeah. Dark Castle movies. Dark um, Castle always has the best production design. It's impeccable. Yeah, yeah. Beautifully detailed. I mean... And, oh. Gorgeous. It is the it's it's um the prosthetics are pretty good when they use them. I when the Santos guy later on when his face is all burnt up, I'm sorry. I noticed like that was just it was well done. Yeah, very good effects. Um, Absolutely the 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 hook yeah. in the in the neck of the of the lounge singer mm. that was good. Mm-hmm. Crazy yeah. stuff there. Yeah. You know what would be great? Halloween horror nights should do a bunch of Dark Castle themed. Haunted, <gasps> haunted houses you know do oh, the my house God, that on would be haunted haunt hill and 13 ghosts and ghost ship house of wax yeah. come on orphan or orphan <gasps> oh everybody comes <laughs> with like a little black light and you can like shine it and it just goes ah and you'll see all all, all these mm. hidden messages and then she like pops out through a w- window oh and you can sit on peter sarsgaard's lap i mean oh, come God, on yes <laughs> yes daddy oh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he always looks like he's about to fall asleep, which is just a turn which on. kind of <laughs> hot. I, I don't know why I think that's yeah. really hot, but I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go to bed, Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you you can get slapped by Julia Stiles and Vera Farmiga? Oh, Come on. Oh, if only. Oh. I mean, the opportunities wow. here, endless. Just make the entire year Dark Castle themed. And you've got like Ugh. six, seven great haunted houses. It could be a whole amusement park. I yeah. mean, five people would go, but oh, well, <laughs> you know, they should take away the Harry Potter thing. It already has a castle. And just say <laughs> this is now there. Dark Castle World. <laughs> Dark Castle. <laughs> God, that'd be genius. Welcome. Yes, Dark Castle. I'm your host, Joe Silver. Remember me? <laughs> 
Hey, Robert Zemeckis here, folks. Uh, thanks for <laughs> coming by. Thanks for Castle waiting in line <laughs> for for the house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Had a lot of fun making this movie, and uh, more fun we're, than Forrest uh, Gump, even. You know? <laughs> we're, we're working really hard to turn the old psycho house into the bordello of blood. We're working hard on it. <laughs> coming summer 2026. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh yeah that'd be awesome listen that'd be awesome. and if they can get the rights idea. to the, the crypt keeper come on put him in there and oh, he can geez. introduce stuff and there we go he'll come be on. their mickey mouse this is perfect <laughs> yeah. come oh. on this is brilliant oh brilliant a tales from the crypt <laughs> little exhibit to come on who do i have to fuck to make this happen come i will on. fuck anybody that will agree to make this happen <laughs> i don't care who you are i am ready willing and lubed you do what you need to do, okay? Uh, <laughs> I don't I'll care. take one for the team. I will for the betterment of the world. I'll do it for the country, the red, white, and the blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. If only. I know. Oh, Dark Castle World. Y'all, let's just put that out, out there. Dolly Parton, if you're yeah. ever sick of Dollywood investment idea yeah. right here yeah and as sick as i am of uh these universes of movies these yes. cinematic universes i would i would take one you know yeah I would, absolutely I would, take it. I would enjoy it absolutely know? oh do i need a mattel universe like they're talking about probably I don't. not i don't you know, need folks? it folks no <laughs> i don't yeah it sounds fun in i did see theory, theory. but you know yeah i have to see it tomorrow yeah. so i'm very excited i'm excited it's to cute see it. okay. you know as long as it's cute I'll be even more excited to see Barbie on the ghost ship, though. I hear they're oh, wow. talking about that. They're talking about that. It's very, uh, very serious talk. Right All right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm tour guide Barbie. And smash. Uh, if only. She explodes. <laughs> a lot of people exp- the neck. exploding in this. And I'm. it's very. Yeah. A lot of explosions. Getting trapped in threshers and pulled apart and yeah i forgot about that part principal principal photography took place on location in queensland australia january 2002 or oh, uh, majority of the film i know it's nicole Kidman was on, on scene she had just filmed the others and she was just uh, by. she was gonna play the juliana margulies part but she said no uh, i can't yes i can't do it no <laughs> <laughs> I am committed to do the hours instead, and I can't do it. Sorry, that's how I got my Oscar. Uh, the only real ship ship I can't talk to. The only real ship that was used was a tugboat, um, the Arctic Warrior, uh, the Arctic uh, used Warrior. by the main protagonist. While filming the exterior shots on the tugboat, a feeding frenzy occurred, which brought in eight hundred to one thousand sharks Ooh. within fifty yards of the production. Oh no, that's fun. Oh boy. I don't know. Like with any of these Dark Castle films, they you know they, they're trying to push the boundaries here with some of this you know effects and everything at the time. Um, like I said, photo, I don't know if I said photon VFX did the effects here. They filmed a real ocean liner at sea off the coast of New South Wales. Then they digitally removed the ship but kept all the movements, leaving nothing but the ocean and the sky. Um, so lots of Cutting edge effects here for the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah. The scene where the derelict ballroom kind of goes back to its grand self, um, which is a cool scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, They say uh, that was the most difficult shot I've ever worked on. 
filming took place on two different sets. The first being the ballroom. Uh, the second was, well, the first was the sort of decrepit ballroom. And then the second was the luxurious one. And they kind of had to just put those two together, I guess. Uh, it, it reminds me of something it would be in like Beauty the Beast or something, you know, or just yeah. everything just like magically comes back to its former self. Wasn't the opening of that Phantom of the Opera movie kind of like that? Like all yes, kind of yes, yes. The music starts mm-hmm. and it's do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. The shh. which just just closed on broadway like a month ago 47 years (laughs) it's crazy that's most of the stuff here i mean it it was released october 25th 2002 do we have some reception here 15 percent, which i would say is about fair for this one yeah not our Uh, worst yeah not our worst um very critical reception here um new york Times criticized their preoccupation with special effects while praising its establishment of mood. I'm like, I, that's kind of the flip for me. I, I don't think the mood is very good, but I think the special effects are pretty good. Yeah. Anything from Ebes here? Yeah. Ebert said, better than you expect, but not as good as you hope. Okay. Short and sweet, as always, that's Ebert. That's actually how I feel. Uh, rewatching it, I, I, I really did dread it. I thought, oh, this, might, this might be a. This might be a stinker, and it's not really a stink. It's just sort of uneventful. It's bland. Yeah, it's it's, it's not terrible though. No, yeah. Um, it's just like a like a plain I, I, turkey I, sandwich. It gets the job done, but it's not going to set your taste yeah. buds aflame. There's not enough that's like particularly memorable, but there, there's enough little pieces that I, I can't say I was like bored much. Maybe every once in a while, but. Um, yeah but, uh, i mean weirdly yeah, enough since most of the movie is just people walking around with flashlights i was like i'm still somewhat gripped i don't know why i should be but i'm kind of still yeah. into it <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's the, the just the set design and mm-hmm. um yeah the whole i mean I, I like the setup here and you just don't see it very often and i like anything that's like in a confined space i think it's kind of a fun um setup like autopsy of jane doe and um, uh, the invitation movies like that, you know, right. everything sort of in a small space here. It's kind of, kind of an alien vibe ish too. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I do think though that the, the fact that it takes place over like two or three days kind of hurts it a bit. I feel like it would have probably been yeah. more effective if it all took place in one night. Yeah. And like you said, the stakes just feel a little too low mm-hmm. in like the first half of the movie and yeah. like all this creepy shit is happening, but nobody seems to be super phased by it not really no but uh i don't know what's going on well it's the 60s and yep. there is a, a ocean liner called the antonio graza and ah bene it is a beautiful and mm. they are a bunch of europeans a bunch of rich folks who are having a good old time and there's this kid so she uh, Should we be upset that they, they get massacred because they're just, you know, you know rich assholes? But. Is this a metaphor? Is it a message of some sort? Maybe. I don't know. Like, we don't get to know yeah. anybody here, so it's kind of hard to feel that bad. Right. Um, right. Right. And there's this girl named Katie who is alone because uh, we find out later on that she was going to see her parents who moved to New York. And she's a British kid. And... Yeah everybody's dancing and having this great time and there's this lounge singer named francesca who is just you know purring into a microphone and wearing a slinky red dress Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. and the ship captain sees her alone and he's like hey let's dance 
and they start dancing and she's smiling and having a good time. And then someone down below flips this lever that causes this wire that's hanging all these lights around the deck to tighten up or something. And then it just flies across the air and slices through everybody in the ballroom. And they just start falling apart piece by piece. It's fucking cra- It's just a crazy opening scene. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's one of the most nutty opening scenes that I've ever seen it's, to this it's day. You know, genuinely you brilliant it, you know? in a in its own yeah. offbeat way. I, you know, yeah, I'm not a scientist or a physicist. I don't know exactly how right. this little contraption worked. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. you know what? It's uh, it's something. It, yeah, I mean, it seems like some of those bodies just get like cut in half and the other ones are like missing like multiple <laughs> limbs. And like, I'm like, oh, I, I don't really know if this would have happened exactly like that. But. I always feel bad for the the woman who's like sliced in half and she's like trying to grab her. Trying her, to put herself her legs. together. Yeah. She's like, if I can oh, just so make it over here. Oh, like she's trying yeah. to get it. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> like this is dignified. Like, the, the, the final one with the the captain, the captain is, you know half his uh, head's been sliced in half oh yeah it just slowly falls yeah, to the I ground seeing it as a teenager i was like this mm-hmm. is this is pretty fucking disturbing here for oh i was for so early in the, the movie i was like this yeah. if 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 they open the movie like this just think about how crazy it's gonna get and then yeah. it, it never ever got there again never really um, got anywhere near that point again no. unfortunately i i think maybe that's why this movie doesn't have the best reputation because it, it opens in a way that's impossible to top you just cannot top yeah. this opening and right it, it, there's really nowhere to go but down <laughs> like there's you just can't right you can't compete with that <laughs> and then later on like toward the end of the movie when they're doing the flashback mm-hmm. like they show parts of the scene again but they don't bother to do anything particularly interesting or new with it it's kind mm-hmm. of just like let's just superimpose a couple different angles or something you right. know um yeah so i i think they could have gone further and i don't know showed some things i mean we, we see some things that are going on behind the scenes but like that right. particular scene with the the wire is about the same yeah but yeah it's 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 a, it's a for, for, for that scene alone you know it's it's still worth checking out folks if you've I never seen so. yeah this it's, movie it's probably yeah. best to watch this and then just like turn it off maybe yeah. i mean it's not that yeah. bad or but just it's go, just <laughs> no i mean or maybe have like, it on in the background you don't yeah. have to pay that much attention you know it's watch the one first of those scene start a load of laundry maybe make a few yeah. lists come back at the end come back maybe you're not gonna miss anything important yeah. make a snack call up a friend right. you know yeah. just <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing ah watching ghost ship <laughs> take your dog for a walk i don't know just, <laughs> You come back, they're still looking for that through that fucking chip. They're still in there. Ooh, a clock. Oh, it's like, who cares? God, fucking hell. Oh, it just chimed. It's so scary. Oh, it chimed really loud. The frustrating thing is, like, every once in a while, you get, like, a hint of, like, a kind of interesting character beat, and mm-hmm. then it's just, like, gone. Like, they, oh, completely. It's just nothing. And it's, yeah. it's like, okay, if, if you would have developed this a little more, maybe I would have cared more about this person. Or, right. Um. The, the one get the leader he's like some historian and he knows like everything about everything and oh, it's, yeah. I, I don't know there's just he knows the, everything some of the dialogue is just the just an- antonio graza and he loves to give monologues about what ha- happened yeah. and it's mm-hmm. yeah because because so after this whole opening scene it flashes to 40 years right. later 
and there's this salvage crew um and it's headed by a guy named murphy and there's a woman named epps and there's a guy named greer a guy named dodge a a guy named munder and a guy named santos (laughs) these are not real names they're not real people they're not and (laughs) and they're also uh there's nothing you really learn about any of these people um in the first scene you see epps trying to repair some boat that ha- that has a hole and murphy's like what are you doing epps you you just can't let things go you just you you have to make sure everything's perfect and it's like okay so that's going to be mm-hmm. her big thing but they never do anything with that it's like they introduce it as like her her character flaw she just cares too much she she tries to make everything perfect and fix e- everything but you can't fix everything Epps. Right. But it never really. You can't fix ghosts. I mean, she kind of does though at the end, so she's kind of right. Like she can <laughs> fix her. This is fair. Like she, <laughs> she pulls like a haunted night, the haunting nineteen ninety nine, and releases yeah, all these exactly. little ghosty things into the <laughs> Thank air. Thank you, Eleanor. We're Thank free. You, Epps. You're my friend. I'll see you on we the other side, anymore. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No more unfinished business. Bye. Casper. La, 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 la. It's like it's a little much. Yeah, no, the scoring and that's it. We'll get to it, but yeah, it's 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 gorgeous and yeah. lush. Um, yeah, and well, uh, so that weird scoring in this movie. I gotta say, yes. like parts of it, like you said, opens with this very like lush uh, MGM, you know, old Hollywood kind of scoring, whatever. But then parts are very like Middle Eastern with these like wailing uh, solo vocal, you know. Right. Ah! Yeah. Uh, and then when we get to the flashback, it's like this like heavy metal techno, shit. <laughs> heavy metal shit. It, it, it's it's all over the place. I don't know. I know what, what was going on there, but I mean the heavy metal. I'm assuming was probably like an afterthought in post. Like you know what we could do? We could really drive up those soundtrack yeah. sales. The kids love the he- heavy metal. Let's put some in there. Oh, probably. But they always did. Yeah, I mean, back this, in the day, they always did. You know, Bride of Chucky and mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's the one that has all the Creed in it? Uh, uh, oh God, you got to be more specific, Kevin. That's like all these movies. I know. Like, oh God, um, Halloween H two O, The Faculty, Scream Three, H- yeah, all of them. <laughs> the one with the bad haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, that's all of them. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. If it's not Josh. <laughs> Hartnett, it's Courtney Cox or Famke Janssen. They all yep. have the bad hair, haircuts yep. and the bangs. Yep. It, yep. Did <sighs> did did they just have the same like onset barber or hair stylist for all those movies? Because it was all around the same time. It's possible. And then I guess they fired that person as they should have, <laughs> and hopefully they never worked again. <laughs> it's like was was their j- j- job just make the pretty people look up? ugly was that their job if if so mission success yeah. in the words of carolyn B- burnham and american beauty then it's uh well you've succeeded admirably admirably <laughs> oh god it's horrifying uh, uh, i will sell this boat today <laughs> oh can you imagine if she had <laughs> <laughs> carolyn burnham boat seller <laughs> like well if we put some tiki torches here it would be great um, <laughs> replace her with Desmond's character and just her like <laughs> selling some rich couple this this boat somewhere you know I found a uh. boat it's exciting <laughs> oh <laughs> Lester <laughs> 
That was my <clears throat> husband. He's dead now. <laughs> oh Jesus! Love why? It. Why not? Um, yeah. So all these people are uh, taking a break from their salvaging, and and they're at this bar and they're talking about nothing in particular. And this guy named Jack Ferryman uh, shows up, and he's like, "I'm a pilot, and recently I found this this abandoned ship, and I think it might be worth something." And uh, and if you agree to give me like 30% or 20% or something, uh, I'll help you find it. And they're like, how about 10%? He's like, you know, I want my full percent. And they're like, whatever. Um, and he's like, well, can I come along? Because I want to make sure that you're on the up and up. And they're like, uh, whatever. Come along, dude. And so it's a little, I mean, not really, but a little like Jurassic Park in terms of like, here's this guy, like, um, you know, getting these people to go with him to this place. And I don't know. You are making so many connections that have never been made with other <laughs> so movies and Ghost Ship. It's so fucking hot, folks. Uh, Ghost Ship is a lot like Jurassic Park and Titanic and uh, in many t- ways. Basically every 90s movie. <laughs> it's also a lot like She's All That. Uh, there are scenes that remind me. <laughs> Basically. It, it really, the, the movie it reminds me the most of is Marvin's Room, actually. It's just, um, it's a really mm. quiet domestic <laughs> drama. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I think Leo DiCaprio <laughs> popped up for a cameo. Yeah. He played Ghost number forty-five. Yeah, he's there yeah, in the background. Yeah. You can see him in the big Esther Williams Ghost uh, swim fest at the end, where they're all like, "Ah, we're crossing <laughs> over." It's beautiful. And uh, yeah, uh, so they're all on this uh, this salvage tugboat, the Arctic Warrior. They call themselves. And um, and the the guy who drives it, Santos, is like, oh, that's this is really strange. It looks like this ship is getting very, very close. And it gets so close that he actually runs into the ship. And he's like, there it is. And <laughs> like, oh. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely drive this was. And um, <laughs> And so they get out and they put themselves on their little uh, their little crane thingy that brings them to the the ship and they start exploring and then they keep exploring and then they do a little more exploring and then they (laughs) they see a clock that's ticking and they go, "Ooh, ooh, that's a sinister tick and they get close and it stops ticking like it's an evil dead movie and then it just goes ding. And they go, oh, you got me, clock, you got me. And and yep. then they pass this little they thing that, that uh, oh, there's a pool that's abandoned that has bullet holes yeah. and all these bullet shells. Like, what could have happened? And um, at one point, s- someone falls through the ceiling of one of the hallways. And as they're trying to get him out, Epps sees a little girl, the little girl, Katie, who's like, hey, girl. And she's like, oh, that was weird. I think I saw a little girl. And she tries to tell this to, I think, Jack, maybe. And he's like, really? You're seeing a ghost? And she's like, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. And and it, it's like there's nothing really happening here for a while. And yeah, I not so much. think I think they go to sleep. I think they just kind of do like a cursory glance around. And then they go to sleep. And they decide that they're going to they're gonna patch up like a hole in the bottom of the boat or something the next day. 
Yeah, they mostly miss the supernatural shit that's going around, like the pool. They yeah. don't see the blood coming up, and they but don't. like she she saw the little girl, but everybody else is like pretty oblivious. It's I think I don't remember yeah. anyone else like. Oh, well, he hears the um, what's his name? Here's the uh, lounge singer talking to him oh, a little bit. Oh, right. and- uh, uh, Greer, Greer, that's the name. Greer, yes, yeah. Greer. And his main thing is that he's getting married soon, and. I guess he's not feeling like he's up to it. He's sort of still having thoughts about other women or something. I don't really know. Right. Yeah. And they finally show a picture of his fiance. (laughs) And I never (laughs) noticed this, but her pose is so funny. She's like sticking out her (laughs) lips like, hey, like she's like doing like this, like this goofy pose. I'm like, who is this? It's so silly. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I think they go to sleep and then they get back on the boat the next day and they're trying to fix all this stuff. And at some point they open, I think, um, Epps and I think it was maybe, is it Dodge? I think, or maybe it was, maybe it was Jack. I don't know. They're exploring things and they open up this port and all these, like all this water flies out with all these corpses. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no. And as you've said, one of them is like, they look like they're only a few weeks old because apparently they all know what that looks like. <laughs> they all know. They're e- they all went experts on school <laughs> decomposition. Yeah. And so they right. go to try to find the other guys. And Epps gets this uh, this thing on her walkie talkie. Someone's like, Maureen, it's so cold. And they're like, who's Maureen? And she's like, that's my name. It's, it's, I, it's like all right yay maureen um and they go into the kitchen and i is it uh oh no it, yeah so she must have been with jack there because dodge and munder are hiding in the freezer in these like in these cases with their flashlights and they turn on the flashlights and they go ooga, booga, booga, and scare them and she's all like you yeah. assholes there are cor- corpses in there and they're like, what? Really? And so they bring everybody down there. And then they see this, this something is moving under all this, um, all these bags in the cargo. And they're like, what is that? And they open up these boxes and there's all these rats and they go, oh, no. And Ept is like, I hate rats. And I'm like, that's the first thing we've learned about you. And it's like 45 minutes in. So that's that's great. <laughs> really getting to know you, Epps. You're a real treat. Yeah, it's quite, and, uh, <laughs> quite a character study here. Yeah. <laughs> all we know is that she's very surly and um, hates rats. That's all we know. And yeah. so then underneath the rats, they discover that in these cases, there's all this gold. And they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. We're going to be super mm-hmm. rich. And then they sort of are given an ultimatum. Like, what do you want to do? You want to go and fix the boat? Or do you want to just take all the gold now and just get back on our tugboat and get the fuck out of here? And everyone's like, uh, yeah, let's just take the gold, you know, and it makes <laughs> perfect sense. Um, unfortunately, while they are trying to get off the boat, uh, somehow um, Santos doesn't notice that there's like propane leaking somewhere and mm-hmm. it just uh, it makes the tugboat explode and it kills poor Santos. And yeah. Epps, um, to her credit, just dives in from the top of this fucking crazy, humongous ocean liner 
to try to <laughs> rescue everybody after this explosion. And yeah. I don't know how she survived. It seems like it was a fright for frightful fall. And mm-hmm. uh, everybody survives except for Santos. And they're like, oh, no, I guess we got to repair this uh, this uh, cruise ship. And but first, we got to get some beans. We got to get some beans. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I think these guys were a little too excited about the beans because, you know, they're all like, OK, we need to eat something. Here's all these canned goods. I wonder if they're still good. And they start to open them and they're really scared. And like the music is building. It's like, is it going to be bad? Is it going to be disgusting? And then they take a bite and they're like, mm, that's good. No, that's really good. Oh, God, this is great. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, though? Is it really? I mean, come on. It's it's a can of beans from 1962. Like, let's calm it down here. But then the beans turn into maggots. And then they're like, oh, no. Mm. Ah. It's disgusting. I do appreciate this is like the one thing you remember from the movie. Was it the really be- is. The beans. the beans and the maggots. That's all I remember. Uh. I can never eat beans again. oh it's just fucking disgusting i hate maggots whenever there's like a scene with like someone falling into like a pit of maggots or having them on their face i'm like just pretty gross pretty fucking gross icky um and then greer is getting really angry and starting fights with everybody so he just like goes off on his own and that's when he he's in the ballroom and he, all of a sudden it starts transforming back into the way it was in the sixties. And here's Francesca dressed all sexy. And she's like, follow me. And he just starts to follow her as she takes off her clothes bit by bit and hides behind glass yeah. pillars until, um, she gets to the elevator shaft, which is empty, which he falls th- through and dies. And then she turns around and she's like an yeah. old crone. And she's all like, <laughs> Right. Like this is a little silly. Um, and it's Murphy's Lincoln. The buildup is just not really there. You know, not he just really. kind of walks right into the elevator shaft, and that's a yeah. It's kind of kind of there. It is. There's but, not uh, a lot of tension or suspense oh well. here. It's just sort of things yeah. just kind of happen. You're like, oh well, sucks for them, I guess. I've, oh yeah, um, that's Isaiah Washington, isn't it? I forgot. Yes. Okay. Yes. The isn't he the controversial uh, one here? Gabe basher from gray's anatomy yeah (laughs) oh boy yeah that was a few years after this right oh if only the cast here oh yeah and then like you said carl urban that's his name carl urban um yeah yeah uh, yeah isn't he australian or something yeah i believe so he was in like xena lord of the rings right uh, the Bourne movies yeah a bunch of he's been in every action type stuff yeah yeah riddick mm-hmm. um and emily browning i forgot yeah she's the yes. the kid here she's the yeah. little british ghost katie interesting and yes, uh is, so, yeah. going on here i'm trying to remember there's a uh, uh, um uh what's my deal uh murphy is being haunted by his drinking because he does not drink anymore but there are glasses of booze all around and he goes into the ca- captain's room and sees like the captain or something and he's and then the the captain gives him this folder of all of these pictures from back in the day and he's telling him about how actually this all happened because they picked up a stranded a stranded boat called the Lorelei and some people from that got on and that's when all the shit went went down 
and he sees a picture of someone who was on the Lorelei, and and he's like, oh my god. And then he just sort of loses his mind and starts, like, trying to attack um, all these people because he starts to see the ghost of Santos, like, at at the Mm -hmm. pool and stuff, who's, like, blaming him for his death. And then he tries to attack Epps with, like, a a spear gun or something because I think it's... The, the the ship is making him think that she's Santos or something too. Yeah. And so they like knock, yeah. knock him out and then stick him in this big tank. And they're like, you're going to stay in there and think about what you've done. And yeah. eventually they find him again. And they've, uh, someone has filled up the tank with water and he's just drowning. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, but before that, before that I have, I've gone, I've gone ahead because I was so excited ab- <laughs> about that. Rewind. Um, <laughs> uh, so while ev- everyone's exploring, Epps explores as well and comes to a um, a passenger cabin um, and discovers that it is the room of the li- little girl that she's been seeing, Katie. And inside the closet yeah. is her corpse hanging mm-hmm. from a noose. And uh, there's she a locket. She looks terrible. She looks really terrible, <laughs> just like in Sorority Row. <laughs> She looks yep. really bad. Megan. Oh, God, she looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Underappreciated. Um, it's, it's the best line in the movie. Truly. It's a good bit. It always makes me laugh. Um, and she finds this locket featuring a picture of her par- parents. And then she appears to her and tells her the whole story. And she's like, my parents were going to New York and they were sending me and I was all alone and all these things happened. Let me touch you and you'll see everything that happened. And there's a big flashback where she sees all these things that happened on the boat where somehow someone convinced the, the, the crew to turn against the passengers and poison them Mm -hmm. with rat poison. And so they're all like thrown up and stuff. And then we see the whole thing with the, the wire that we saw at the beginning. And then we mm-hmm. see, um, we see Katie running away as the crew is just killing everybody. People are getting shot in the swimming pool. They're getting razored in the, in the hallways. And then someone finds her and drags her in the room. And we assume that's where she died. And is then, that one scene kind of gay to you. It's kind of gay to me. where like the two guys are like holding uh, the one guy and they slit his throat. I don't know. It just seemed gay. <laughs> I didn't get a gay vibe from that, but you know, <laughs> All right, well. it, it was very quick, but if it makes you it happy, was it was we can say those are the gays of ghost show. <laughs> okay. That's all I really want. You know, that's, we have to have a reason why we cover this movie, you know? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense why they're always rearranging the furniture and all the rooms. I mean, that yeah. I think that's the yeah. work of the gay ghosts. They're like, this still doesn't so. look right. Jeremy, let's move it. Wait, we're all are all these ghosts we really only see like we see like a few of them there's that one bit where greer sees the ballroom you know come back to its former glory and they're all there that's but that's the only time we see them until the end where they're all swimming and looking triumphant um i would have liked to get to know some of these ghosts a little more i would too i think it would have been nice to know something about them and uh and then so the the vision continues and we see that after they killed all the passengers, all these guys went to the cargo hold and then someone shot all of them and then someone shoots 
the ones that just shot them. And it's like everyone's just being double crossed left and right until the last mm-hmm. one is Francesca. She shows up and she kills a guy. And then all of a sudden a guy comes in behind her and we can't see his face. And they get really close. They're making out. And then he unleashes this big hook from above. I don't know why it's there. And uh, and it it impales her in the neck. And she goes up and woo, she dies. And then we see this man is Jack Ferryman. <gasps> oh, no. Oh my I was so surprised when I tell you I let out a gasp. My dog left off the, the couch. So frightened. Um, and <laughs> and then so uh Epps is like, oh my god, I gotta warn everybody. And that's when she sees that Murphy has been drowned, and the picture that he's holding on to was a picture of Jack. And so she has to go, because now I think there's just Dodge and Munder, and Munder's like, uh, trying to drain the water from the cargo place or whatever. So he's kind of MIA, and um, Dodge is trying to steer the ship, I think. And so she goes to him and is like, listen, I just found out that this Jack guy is not reliable. And all of a sudden Jack shows up and he's like, hey, guys, what's what's going on? And she's like, mm-hmm. um, hey, uh, uh, Jack, why don't you and Dodge just hang out for a bit? I'm going to go check on 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 Munder. And Dodge is like, didn't you just tell me we couldn't trust him? And she's like, just play along. And. Then she goes down there, and at some point Munder is uh, pulled under by some sort of weird, uh, crunchy thing. Some sort of, I don't know, whatever it is. It, it, it breaks him into a million pieces. Um, yeah. And she sees all all the blood go up through the tube. And she's like, oh, no, I guess he's, I guess he's a goner. And then here comes Dodge, who has just blown a hole through um, Jack... And he's acting really weird and he's like trying to say like he wants to be with her. And when she's like, this isn't a good time to talk, talk, talk about this. He's like, you fucking bitch. And and, and she's yeah. like, whoa, I don't know why you're behaving this way. You seem very strange. And then he just like starts start, starts to laugh and he turns around. And then when he turns back around, he's transformed into Jack. So Jack is also a shapeshifter. <sighs> I don't know how this all works but basically jack explains that he is a he's he takes souls that have sinned or something it's like that's his job to collect souls and he's like i'm just like y'all i'm i salvage souls or something i don't know yeah he did a lot of shitty things in his own life apparently so he's been giving this task of having to uh yeah, get these sin souls, and he can't collect the ones who haven't sinned. He can't. That's he right. can't mark them. That's why the girl is able to walk about and do whatever the fuck exactly. she wants. She cannot. Um, cross I don't over. know how this. I don't know how this captain is able to like help them essentially, but whatever. right. And there's a big fight, and eventually uh, they're in the water, and Epps stabs him in the leg, and there there's this little con- con- controller thing that's set up with explosives that are like taped up to something i don't listen i don't know how this stuff works but she has like this little like nintendo game controller looking thing and she's like i'm i'm gonna blow this place up and he's all like well then you'll kill yourself too and she's like well maybe i should and (laughs) at some point they're in the water and they're fighting and she uses like a spear gun to shoot the controller and it goes kablooey and 
Jack explodes into <laughs> like into like four thousand pieces, and she's yep. completely unharmed somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> Some, somehow she she's is fine. able to swim to safety because all the ghosts from the ship are like, "Thank you, you uh, saved us." Can we call you Maureen? She's like, "No, <laughs> I don't know anything about you." Eps is fine. <laughs> they're swimming to salvation and she finds like a board to to float on for a while and and they must really love this because they show it four times from many different angles for some reason they're like here she is from the side here's the back you like it from the front here we go I'm oh like, what's gosh. the point of this? We get it. She's floating. And then yep. um, a cruise ship finds her. Yay for her. And they dock. And the um, the ambulance comes and wheels her in. And, um, and then as she's being wheeled in, she sees all these people loading these boxes that look awfully familiar. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> and we hear the heavy metal. The... And we're like, oh, no. And then we see Jack walking up behind him. And he's all like, yep, I got more souls to collect. And she's like, no. He's fine. He sends us love. Did we mention originally he wanted them to fix the boat, right? So that he could go do his his bidding. I don't know. Easier, I guess. I don't fucking know. He He needed the space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still been successful because he yeah. killed people like a month before or something so I, exactly. I don't know why he needs this boat fixed to like do his job but, but they never really explain knows. that it's like i mean i get yeah. it. it it looked much better in the 60s but you know it's like is it really necessary yeah. i don't think so yeah i mean it's just kind of sitting there so maybe he wants yeah. to like be able to take it places or something Who he knows, wants but... to take his act on on the road you know he's I, like i think so i've been doing so. this for a while it's time i moved on up I've established a name in the soul salvaging <laughs> business. I have a brand, if you will. I have 4,000 Instagram followers. I'm trying to move on up. <laughs> That's the remake. Oh, why not? It's been not? 20 years. They might as well fucking remake it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> they could uh, dust off the original script and see if it... uh. If it would uh, pass the test, they could get, give it to A24, be a real psychological study on grief and trauma. Right. Right. Yeah, it kind of feels like they were like trying to do a little bit of the whodunit slasher stuff that was you know, still a little bit popular by yeah. 2002 anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just feels very after the fact mm-hmm. and not particularly engaging because again you can guess who it is pretty fucking easy yeah i mean it's 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 worth it for the opening the production design the beans turning into maggots (laughs) 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 that's the real selling point is the beans and the maggot that's yeah Um, yeah yeah and i like the opening song that little that little senza fine it's nice yeah it's kind of sexy and sultry it's it's got some for better or worse some nostalgia vibes to it you it know does. some of the, the the weird techno scoring that like every movie from this period had to have and um yeah i yeah. i didn't mention that the the end of the movie has um more more of that it's like it's just shrieking yeah and that's yeah. how it ends it's just that's that's, that's 
that's it yeah yeah a little, a little intense for me yeah. okay yeah so that's go ship you know it's a movie. yeah i it's, honestly it's, didn't it's not hate ter- it it's, it's really not terrible no yeah it's it's not a terrible movie it's um like like we said put it on the background while you're doing right. laundry or something you know it's it's um gives you some nice thing to look at every once in a while and some wonky cgi every once in a while but not as terrible as some of the movies that came out honestly or, yeah around the early there, 2000s there's a few bits where i was like but then most of it i was like eh, yeah. it's not bad that's that still holds it has some right. of that house on haunted hill goop that like comes from the like the black goop that kind of comes from the ceiling every once in a while that just reminds oh, yeah, me of yeah. that but yeah yeah but uh yeah um <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that that's a uh, we another entry it. in our mindless. We <laughs> yeah, we watched it in our mindless summer movie picks here, and it doesn't it doesn't ask anything obvious. So that's 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 it nice. Does you know, not. you don't have to think about anything. There's not <laughs> a single thing to think. I mean, there's some plot holes that need discussion, but yeah. besides that, it's you know, there it yeah. doesn't it doesn't ask much of you. No, not a single brain cell <laughs> was used. Not a single brain cell was harmed movie, so. during the making of this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's, i mean i think it's the beauty about most of these dark castle movies they, they yeah. just they just you know they're just kind of fun i mean you, you don't yep. have to really think about them you know they they are what they are pretty much um, yes they just enjoy the the pretty scenery and that the, there's some like b-level stars here yeah, i mean julian margulies was pretty big at the time but yeah uh, yeah this was right after er or was er still on it was still on i don't know if she was still on it or not but that was right, her big yeah. claim to fame and then of course now the good yeah. the good wife and stuff after that right so she bounced back from this one yeah. pretty quickly i don't think it really hurt her she in did. the long run but she did yeah I forgot to mention it did decently at the box office here. Um, mm. Sixty-eight million against a twenty million dollar budget, mm. which is not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. I yeah. did not see yeah. this theatrically. It's 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 one of the few Dark Castle movies I didn't go see, but I did. I don't see know it, if like, I did or not. Right I can't remember. Video, I think. Yeah, I think I might have been the same. Um, I just don't think it. It just didn't look that appealing to me for some reason. I was like, oh, they're on a ship. Mm. I don't want to go see a movie yeah. on a ship. <laughs> and i don't know may, maybe i made the right choice or maybe i didn't maybe this film really needs to be experienced on a big screen yeah maybe, maybe. that's what it is yeah it does have most great, of these like, dark castle uh sound yeah. design and stuff it's yeah it does design. yeah yeah most of these dark castle movies feel very larger than life and they do so they probably yeah i mean let's, let's do a whole cinema series and you know, oh. A retrospective, yes. Yeah. Dark Castle. It's funny, looking back at all the Dark Castle movies, it's almost like they're their own sort of sub-genre. They just all have a very specific tone and vibe, and I I like that. Totally. I really like it. Yeah. It is interesting. Uh, I was... It doesn't seem like they're working on anything right now. At least I don't see anything on the Wikipedia page, which is sad because Orphan First Kill was a lot of fun, so I'm hoping they... Such Come back movie. in a big way. That'd be great. Such a delightful film that was. Yeah. Well, let's go, Chip. Um, my Overlook Gem for today. A little movie called The Monster. It's a nondescript title there. Yeah. <laughs> from 2016. Nothing happened that year. Um, this is uh, Brian Bertino, who did um, The Strangers. 
it is what's going on in this movie so you got this mother and her 10 year old daughter they're trapped in a forest but there's something lurking in the forest oh no uh something unlike anything they have heard of before uh and it's coming after them that's pretty much the movie i mean it's it's a very simple setup but it's got a lot of great tension and kind of build up throughout and creature effects is uh, is pretty cool you, you never really see it head on but i, I kind of prefer that usually mm-hmm. um because it's hard to do like a really good looking creature usually um at least from like a full view um uh, it's got kind of a road horror vibe too which i'm always into you know they get stuck in their car and uh, she has to like crawl out and crawl to another car and the sheriff comes by to help and of course he gets killed and um there's some kind of dysfunctional family trauma stuff going on where the daughter doesn't really want to be with her mother because her mother's kind of a, if i remember right, she's kind of a burnout and um so uh, some nice little character beats in there too uh yeah, it's just, it's just a, a fun little movie. I'm surprised people don't talk about it very much because The Strangers is talked about like all the time. Um, but that's one I think kind of fell under the radar for a lot of folks. But um, I liked it. So, uh, I, I've I've been meaning to there. see that for a while, and I just I guess since 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, oh, it's man. an A24 film. Apparently, I didn't oh. know they they were the dis- distributors but oh, distributors must have been but, hmm. early on in their uh in their development yeah in their run there yeah wow hmm. i still need to see that yeah that's worth checking out for a midnight movie ah who can stay up till midnight these days uh, these days you know <laughs> someone's like you want to meet me at 10 o'clock and i'm like at night i'm like are you out of you your know? fucking mind i got my pjs yeah. on in the meantime you can follow us as always H-O-H-H podcast. That is Facebook and Twitter. Instagram, homos and haunted hill. All one word. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to everybody who has. There's some nice ones on there. We appreciate it. Yeah. If you want to know what we're covering every week, again, you have to follow us on the social medias. I usually post on either Thursday or Friday if we're going to be doing something the following week. So check us out on there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we'll see how long we can keep our streak going here. Yeah, you never know. And uh, you never, you know. never know. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>